Hello and welcome to the Macaw Family Podcast. I am, as always, Stephanie, and today I am here again with Mom. Hello. She's like on her phone. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just turning it down. Okay. <laughs> today is a very crazy case, and I want to start off this week with a trigger warning. There will be domestic abuse, sexual abuse, child abuse, incest, and murder. Oh, great. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was that. A ghost. um so i want to give my sources too we have the documentary on amazon prime called goodnight sugar babe which you did watch i did watch okay that's like yep excuse me fucked up oh it's so fucked up there isn't one tooth at all no no (laughs) or a full set of teeth so did you one of the i think his name is michael when he he clearly is something wrong because when he's talking, he smiles. I know. And I know. And at first I'm uncom- like, what is, but I think it's just a tick. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. He was the handsomest of the bunch. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that's, that's a rough one. If you want to watch it. Um, we'll get into the key players of the case, but most of them are the documentary and the main ringleader, as we will call her is so full of shit. It's ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think she owns a toothbrush. <laughs> oh, God. And I just can't believe she got away with all that crap. No. And it's still, she's so backwoods. It's, it. I feel like it's offensive to backwoods people. <laughs> and they're from Ohio. I don't understand. I, That's you not. Would, you would think they were. I know. I don't no, want to put it in like The Hills anywhere. Have Eyes, that movie, the horror movie where the people are all thinking. the incest and like. You know what? I, I'm trying to think of the old movie. She looks movie. like the Goonies. The guy <laughs> yes. from the Goonies sloth. <laughs> what the heck was it? Which that movie? The um, Hills Have Eyes. Uh, no, 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 no. The banjo. Oh, um, I can't think of Come it. Come on. Do I shall do, think do, of it do, later. Do. Yes. I know. Do, 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 yeah. Do. Make you squeal like a babe. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I, it starts with an R, doesn't it? Ah. <sighs> But Reynolds was in it. it. It's when they were like canoeing, right? Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of guys went on the trip and ended up in uh, murdered uh, the mountain. So yeah, oh, family incest. Oh, I was, yeah. Well, this is this is it, guy. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. So I also read articles. We got wickedwomen.quora.com. It's Q U O R A. Thecriminalcode.com. And I listened also to a few podcasts that went over the case. I've been wanting to do this for a while because yeah. I watched the documentary like a while ago. Yeah. And it's just, ugh. It's so sad. So what did you, like, when you watched it, were you surprised with everything that happened to um, that poor girl? I, yeah. I was surprised of pretty much the ignorance. The ending. Mm-hmm. Of our, okay. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we can just jump right into it. Um, get down to business. March 26th. March 26, 2011, a train operator approached the CSX railroad tracks over the Blanchard River near the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Bridge in Findlay, Ohio, when they saw what they thought was a baby deer on the middle of the tracks. When they finally were able to stop the train to investigate what it truly was, when they came upon the thing on the tracks, they found it to be a naked and badly mutilated body of a woman. The mutilation wasn't caused by the train, though. By some miracle, the body was able to clear the 13-inch cattle catcher and it would turn out the woman died of multiple stab wounds and blunt force trauma so the cattle catcher is at the front of the train right literally right. is she, to catch yeah. cattle <laughs> to, it, literally anything on the track so it doesn't you know eric 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work at the trade yard. Yep. And yep. he would say they'd have to like take stuff and get them peel it off. Ugh. Yeah. Well, they can't stop on a dime. They really can't. But she, I was gonna say she was lucky, but not. But but she investigators were lucky to see that you know her she she was curled up in a ball. Uh, met what measured 11 inches 12 12 well, yeah. and it was clearance was 13, 13. so yeah. just an it. inch yeah i was gonna say if she would move but she was d- deceased yeah poor baby finley ohio is a small town with a population of around forty-nine thousand. nothing too big but not you know tiny oh wow it's bigger than south barlow yeah way bigger actually <laughs> like three times uh-huh four times uh-huh in the midst of all the wonderful people of Finley lives a downright evil woman with who, in the words of herself and her family members, is like a female Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yep. Where they have other people do your dirty work. Mm-hmm. Not only that, just sitting there talking crazy. Oh, God, just <laughs> Okay. When she's talking in the documentary and uh-huh. there's a fly like. A flying by, around. Yeah. I, just, uh, I can't imagine. I'm thinking. Um. You remember Wife Swap? Yes. There was these uh, two wives that swapped. One came from, they had meat, that that's what they eat. And the older is, they put it in a jar. And it was like a treat for them, but that's all they ate. But the older, it was so disgusting. That's what she reminded me of. (laughs) Raw meat. (laughs) Oh, my, just raw meat fermenting in a corner you know what i mean what do you hear about like what the house looked like and stuff that's what i mean how do these documentary people go in the house and not say anything so as the story goes on you'll see how that works out but sherry brooks also known as sugar babe sherry's father was the one who gave her the nickname when sherry was a child she was taken away from her father for sexual abuse Mm -hmm. so it's got to start somewhere it does so he abused her called her sugar babe and she kept the name like it. She's that's, proud of it. Well, it's proud weird. of it because now it's that's her life. She bounced around foster homes for most of her teenage years, but at the age of sixteen, she went back to live with her dad. Oh, nice! By all accounts, the abuse continued forever, pretty much. There are rumors, but that when Sherry was married, her father would kick her husband out of bed so he could be in bed with Sherry. That's yes. gross. That's disgusting. But it shows the ignorance. This is something that she doesn't even des- deny. No. Yeah. And obviously the husband didn't care. Well, you see him in the documentary. Clearly he, he has a few screws. Oh, well, they they all do. Yeah. But, I, but again, it's like that's why it yeah. must be a little section of town that is just it's totally just a, I th- feel like it's just this house. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Sherry started having kids right away. She was obsessed with having a daughter. As oh. Sherry was having kids, they were getting taken away pretty quickly. Her oldest son, Scotty, was a product of an incestuous relationship between her cousin. Okay. This is something that sure she it's thinks... it's not a father? Is, no, it was her cousin. It was her cousin. Yeah. Okay. She thinks it's cool. Normal. It, she calls it kissing cousins. And oh, yeah, so about there's it. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nope. Scotty was taken away for <laughs> sexual abuse from Sherry. This would become a pattern for her. A family member walked in on Sherry performing a sexual act on a child of hers. That so is so disgusting. She would go on to have four more children, the last one being daughter Maria. So they, they told in the documentary to talk about that. Yeah. It's rape. She raped a kid. A Every, baby. All of them. All of them. Doesn't she, matter. Man, woman, nope. whatever. She uh, Maria was taken away as well. And this would uh, start a long-standing obsession with getting a daughter by any means. Yeah. 
after all this? Yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, the grandmother. Her mother? Her mother. Yeah. You know, she, but I don't understand why she didn't say anything at all. And she's like, yeah, the state took the baby away. It was, uh, you know, bleeding in the diaper. And I'm like, you've Clearly. got to. Yeah. yeah. Something's wrong. Nobody. Well, after all these children were taken away, she would go on to have more children. How is How, that possible? That's why I say for the, those people. Yeah. Sodomize. Not sodomize. What's uh, the word? Sterilize. Like, sterilize. Like yeah. use your white technology. Sterilize. Well, sterilize. I, you know what? I actually say that in here. Uh huh. Just because, like, I don't want to say it because I know he listens to this. But Mikhail's mother. Yeah. She shouldn't be able to have any more children. Not if it's for the right for the wrong reasons. No. Every kid was a paycheck. I think after the third child, it shows a pattern. Pattern. Yeah. I mean, five kids taken away. At least make a clamp. You know what I mean? Or birth force birth control. I mean, exactly. I I want everybody to have a right to their own body, but if they're. They have no. Yeah. They have no right because they're making bodies that gives those no rights. Uh huh. So, five, yeah. She was using these children like sex toys. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so gross. It makes, mm-hmm. oh, God. It makes me want to throw up. I know. She was having children with her cousin, blah, blah, blah. How so, many? She ended up five, right? Nine. Nine? Total. Oh, my God. So, she and ended up that, having four and... more children, all boys, with her now husband. Ugh. So, I don't know who the other kids were with. Ugh. Maybe her dad? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Since she wasn't able to have another baby girl, she wanted to. She would encourage her sons to find girlfriends and get them pregnant as soon as possible, so she can take the babies. Yeah, she would then try to get as close as she could to the girlfriends of her sons and tell them to go have sex all the time. That would be disgusting if you looked at me and be like, "You and your husband you, go have sex." You need to husband. They probably weren't even married. Well, no, no, clearly <laughs> not. That'd be gross. Like, go ahead. Clearly, I want to watch you make sure you're having sex yeah. right. Uh, me and Nathan were, we're trying to have a baby, but we're not talking about <laughs> the sex we <laughs> with you. I just tell you, okay, I'm ovulating or like, oh, and not I don't even want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, she would do everything necessary. On top of that, her son, Michael, said that her mother would sexually abused him and his brothers as well. So the second set, they were being abused as yep. well. Uh, there's never been an investigation into this. That's what I'm saying. I believe, I mean, she did it to all her children. <sighs> Factual. One day, Sherry found the perfect victim. That victim was Vera Joe. Vera's life before she met the Brooks family wasn't an easy one. And I guess she knew them from a, a while. Her parents, like, yep. I guess um, in the documentary, it talks about Sherry tried to kidnap Vera when she was a little from Vera's mom. You're kidding. No. And they still want to... You know, say yeah. hello. <laughs> right? That's so disgusting. So, um, at the age of 11, Vera Joe was sexually abused by her father. Although Sherry Brooks got away sexually abusing her sons and her daughter all their lives, Vera's father actually paid for his crime. Yeah. yeah. Willard Regal was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Vera was mentally challenged, and experts have said that intellectually she was around the age of eight. Poor. Right? Let's take advantage. It's the easiest, like, you know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. I forget. What mm-hmm. But um, also in the doc, not in the documentary, I read it somewhere that Vera Jo didn't want Regal as her last name. Yeah. That's the name of her father who, who molested, her. molested her. But Sherry, since she was her legal guardian, when she died, kept 
saying Regal. So as her she, last name, but yeah. her gravestone says Mira Smith or something like yeah. her, her other real, last name. Uh, yeah. So Sherry, even in death, tried fucking yeah with this poor girl. Although she struggled with the help of teachers and special classes, Vera was able to graduate high school. After she graduated, she went on disability and started receiving checks from the government. Vera grew estranged from her mom at this point, and this is when Sherry Brooks like jumped in. Yeah, so as now a she's. Figure. I think that Vera was looking for a sense of family, and Sherry pretended that that she was it. It was Amazon. Oh, <laughs> they're loud. <laughs> they are. They fly. Uh huh. We live on a private dirt road, so when Amazon comes by, they're doing like forty down the Yeah, about road. forty. Yeah. Wonder why is the dogs chasing them? Right. Um, I know. Oh, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> when Vera was nineteen, Sherry told her to start dating her son Zachary, who at the time was only thirteen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it seems but predatory, in... but Vera was mentally. It, yeah, I mean that's just right eight. around her age group. Exactly. <laughs> Shortly after Vera moved into the rundown house with the whole Brooks clan, Sherry and the Brooks. Oh, shortly after. Right. Okay. Vera moved in. Yes. Yes. Sherry and the Brooks clan were supposed Crips gangs members. Okay. Sherry talks about how a lot how they weren't a gang. No, they weren't. They weren't. She can't even move out of a wheelchair. There was no way any Crips members would associate with that it's like those people in sanford that pretend they're part of like the bloods yeah it's like no you're not no no i've been around real gang members i know that yeah no nope this isn't it you may act it you may think you are it so uh the brooks clan were known all around town for being a bad group of people though they vandalized property they did robberies beat people up sold drugs and all that fun stuff this is as soon as vera moved in this was like the end for her life Move. <clears throat> Sorry, the cat's trying to get plastic. He's obsessed. He'll he find plastic anywhere. And just try to get it. He, he eats it. it. Uh, and then he gets sick. Uh, anyways. Bored. <laughs> <laughs> After Vera Joe moved in with the Brooks family, Sherry took control of Vera Joe's disability checks. Of course. She's living there. She's got to pay her something. It her is, whole check. It is believed that everyone in the house was on disability. I could see why. Yeah, Mental disability. (laughs) I don't know. You would never know looking at the house that they're all getting, you know, thousands of dollars a week. Uh, No, it's probably a thousand a month. I don't know. Maybe a thousand a month. But if there's 10 people living there. I know. That's that's (laughs) 10,000. You think you want a inside plumbing? (laughs) No, they just shit in the house. I know. It was a filthy mess. There were about 10 people, like I said, living in the house. On top of the people there, there was also a dog and a pet pig that lived in the house. In the house. And they used the house as a bathroom. Okay. The only person who cleaned was Vera, and if she didn't do a good enough job, she was beaten up. Mm -hmm. This became Vera Jo's life. She did what she was told. She gave up all her money, or she was beaten up. Police were called ten times in a two-year period for domestic violence allegations. And they did nothing. When the police showed up, uh, Sherry wouldn't let Vera Jo talk to them without her being there. That's, they can't do that. They're nope. supposed to separate them. That's ridiculous. She was of age. She was, but that's the whole thing. So when she was questioned, she would tell them she was happy where she was and tell them the stories that Sherry told her to tell them. Yeah. That yeah. she fell, she ran into things and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Since Vera was over 18, they couldn't do anything, and that boggles my mind. She's mental and intellectual disabilities. How could they not, like, take how, her How aside could they not even think that she doesn't? Or bring her to the station? If separate you think, them? You think? They let this big, fat, toothless woman hover over her while they talk to Vera yeah. Joe. Yeah, no. They could see obvious signs of her being beaten, yet they let it go over ten times. Is that insane? That's insane. Shame I, on them. I Shame if on a domestic. Them. Well, I mean that's a main. If domestic, they have to come. You child uh, charges are filed. Period. Um, it depends if they if they think it's relevant. Like but it, again, it's it's on the officer himself. He didn't want to be bothered. Obviously, yeah. that's insane. He didn't want to be bothered. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know. Right. The whole time that Vera and Zachary were, quote-unquote, together, Sherry would tell anyone who would listen that as soon as Vera had a baby girl, that baby would be Sherry's. Yeah. yeah. So. Psycho. Vera and Joe thought they were together. Zachary didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor kid. Right. I feel so bad. Uh-huh. Sherry got her wish a few years later when Zachary was 16 and Vera Jo was 22. She got pregnant with a baby girl. Uh-huh. Vera Jo was over the moon about this, but another person who, another person got very excited. That's Sherry no, Brooks. Of course she did. Sherry Brooks couldn't wait until the baby was born. And according to her, her baby, it was her baby. Her baby. baby born. That, that's what she said, too. Uh, Vera Joe did not have an easy pregnancy, living in a filthy house, not eating properly, you know, everything you're not supposed to be uh-huh. around. Yep, get beat up. Right? Sher- Sherry wanted the new baby girl to be born on her birthday, even <gasps> though it was a month early. So I think they talk about this in the documentary, where yeah. she's like, oh, she just wanted to come and meet me. me yeah. No. Yeah, that's disgusting. Did they tell you in the documentary that they gave Vera yeah. three full bottles of castor oil? Yep. Yep, to make her have that baby early. So that's an old wives' tale. You drink a little bit. Was it a teaspoon? I have no idea. So it's like you drink a teaspoon and it's supposed to help induce labor if right. not a month early. No, no. They gave her no. three bottles. That baby's going to come now. Exactly. I can see it. going to waiting for me. <laughs> it's just the teeth. I was like, Whoa. Ooh, It's just her ignorance and stupidity. But that baby is like... She came the day after. <laughs> <laughs> she still was a little early. A month, yeah, a month yeah. early. She yeah. had to stay in the NICU. Vera mm-hmm. Jo named her Willa Dean, and this was the last thing that Vera Jo was able to do for her own baby. Vera couldn't touch Willa Dean. If she did touch her, Zachary or Sherry would savagely beat her. Vera spent t- her time cleaning the house or rubbing Sherry's feet. Yeah, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Can you imagine? What her feet look like. Disgusting. That's what her face looks like. She's probably freaking diabetic. I mean, isn't she in a wheelchair? Yeah. Her feet are up there. Oh, so nasty. It's gross. Gross. She was secluded from anyone outside of the family, not even able to speak to her own sister. (sighs) Vera more than once tried to take her baby and leave, but that did not end well. Someone was always watching. The baby slept in Sherry's room, and Sherry promised that if Vera ever left, she'd murder the baby. Vera believed this to be true, so she stayed and endured the abuse. The more time went by, the worse she was treated. Sherry would tell people that she thought Vera looked cute with black eyes. Oh. So I have a question. Um, when a baby's in the NICU and they go home, right? a nurse is supposed to come and like check the house, you right? Think, you would think. I don't know if they check the house, but you'll get a visiting nurse. Right. That, I mean, yeah, because 
With Hunter, I got a nurse come in after I had the baby just to make sure. But check she, your vitals. She wasn't even a NICU. Hazel, I know. Well, Hazel, the nurse had to come for a little while because she was she, early, she right? Was, yeah. She, um, she was, um, what was it? Uh, just premature and yeah. just the whole Tiny. situation. Yeah. But I mean, I went there today. Yeah. Where? Did, oh, your house. Oh, didn't even know. Oh, yeah, Kirsten sent me a video. She's like, she's asking for you. Oh. <laughs> so it was like a 40-second video. I was like, Tissy coming? Is, is Tissy coming to see me? <laughs> no auntie there anymore. Nope, is there. it's Tissy. <laughs> well, when I'm, when I'm there, she, she calls, calls me auntie. auntie. But to you guys, she calls me Tissy. But she's like, Tissy's coming. And Kirsten's like, no, no, maybe not. You know, I don't think so. And she's like, well, what about tomorrow? Can you bring me over there right now? I'm like, all right, I'll be right over. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> damn, it's just... That's why it took me 10 minutes longer. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so freaking cute. She's snuggly. I don't think she still feel, doesn't feel good, so she's and now snuggly. we're all still I'm drinking like a Pedialyte. Is that what that is? Uh, pro... Probiotic? Or no. like Gatorade? Yeah. 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 Just trying to get the electrolytes back up. I'm so glad I didn't get it. Knock on wood. I, no kidding. There's I no wood in here. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I told Nathan, I'm like, I can get sick Friday because that's my day off. That's the day I can get horrible. sick. It was just maybe one day, but it took two days to really recoup. The older, like Hazel seems fine, but like the older you get, the, the longer you're sick. It's like being hungover. Mm-hmm. Like Con- long. In, in my 20s, I could drink all it. night and then go to work the next yeah. day. No, no, no. Two days, two Can't days if I drink. I don't even really drink anymore. So, <laughs> anyways. So whoever did come to the house did make notes about how it looked, how the pagan dog lived there, used the house as a bathroom, how there weren't at least 10 people living there, no one cleaned the house. They were all using drugs and drinking heavily. However, Willadine was not taken out. The reasoning is because Sherry was Vera Jo's legal guardian and Zachary had legal rights to his child, even though he was only 17. But he was there still. It doesn't matter. So Sherry was the legal guardian of both of the parents of Willadine. So would that make her the legal guardian of the baby too? I would oh, think, so but weird. even if it was legal guardian, it wouldn't matter living in its own feces for Christ's sakes. Get the baby out of there. Oh, sure. During the time after Willadine, things did not get easier for Vera Jo. While she was helping Sherry clean the rabbit cages, <sighs> Sherry claims that Vera Jo purposely dropped a brick on her foot, causing permanent injury. Oh, it's a pain. She's like talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. That bitch dropped a brick on me, Zachary. She did it on purpose. She did. I know. She did. We, we go for a southern accent, but she's from Ohio. <laughs> I, like she, I can't talk without my teeth. <laughs> she has no teeth. Well, isn't that why she Even talks. the family believes that that it was an accident and there was no way Vera Joe did it on purpose. Right. But the poor kid was probably petrified of her. Yeah, well, she was, obviously. You know, oh, yes, yes, I'll do whatever But Sherry you pedals around in another document, and pedals around that story about being a purpose. Yeah. Vera Joe was beaten ferociously and was hospitalized for the injuries and still did press charges. <gasps> this poor girl. Mm-hmm. I don't think she had the mental capacity to no. know what to do. No, and now she's stuck in it, and... And nobody, even when people see it, this is why I was getting so enraged. Even everybody around, all the cop visits, everything, everything. nobody did a damn thing. Shame on you. Exactly. They would, um, it's like she she had to have been autistic or something too, because I know 
Mikhail mental will, disabilities. Yeah, Mikhail is is like that where it's it's not. I wouldn't call it gullibility, mm-hmm. but if like when he goes somewhere and these people don't like me, he comes home not liking me because oh, of what he just hears. Transfer. It's like he emulates them, mm-hmm. you know, and it brings it back because he believes any story. Right. He and has it's just a, like what was it, Kirsten saying today on a post. Some mother was bitching about a bully and stuff, and Kirsten's coming back. Go look, you know, unless you get down down to it or whatever. But what I was oh, getting I saw at, that at the middle school. Yeah, yeah, but what I was getting at is don't always don't always believe what you hear, because it could be going around fifty million people before it gets to that person. Like, and interpretation from one to another is totally different. I, Mikhail, it's the same school Mikhail said, and I can yeah. see it. It because it's happening to him. Yeah, but where's the administration? He well, I told you when this kid made a gay joke. Yeah, the teacher heard him and just goes, "Don't say that." Yeah, it's not. And, and the teacher, there's a substitute at the right, obvious, but right. the substitute heard him mercilessly picking on Mikhail. Yeah, no, it did not. Unacceptable. Mikhail had to beg to be moved out of the yeah. same area. Yeah, unacceptable. It's a freaking hate crime now. Mm-hmm. I said that to him too. Mm-hmm. Like now that you, you know, you made your choice. This is, it's more serious, and people can't talk to you like that. Even doesn't matter your sexuality. Don't. It doesn't matter at all. Even if you could be flamboyantly gay and not be gay. Exactly. You but know, it's just and just be have a feminine side. Exactly, but these doesn't kids, matter. These kids find any little thing. I know. To, he's in, he's in the middle at. school. Yep. He told us he's like. Can we start over? Can I go to a new school? Like, you have a bunch of friends, buddy. Mm-hmm. He stays after every day hanging out with kids, but mm-hmm. it's just one kid can ruin yep. everything. Can do a lot of damage. And it takes everything I have not to stomp down at the school. You can stomp down at school. The squeaky oh, wheel gets it. I can't. Why? I'm not his mom. No. Yeah, I know. <gasps> <laughs> I'm not his real mom. Mm. Even though I've been in his life now, what, seven years? Yeah. Sometimes they don't even check the paperwork. You just go stomping in like I you know. are. Bob, don't tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would. Re- oh, sorry for the no, rule. No, sorry. They would regularly not let Vera Jo eat and lock her up in closets or room. One time they didn't give her any food and locked her in the room with a shrine to another one of Sherry's son who had died. His name was Punky. Uh, I'll get to how he died, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get there, though, on the shrine was a candy bar. A picture of Punky in a blue bandana because, you know, these tough guys from Ohio are in the Crips. <laughs> They're not. Vera Jo was starving, locked up in the room, so she ate the candy bar because, you know, he's going to come back and eat it. The oh, well, they beat her for that, people. Don't you think they didn't? Oh, yeah, they beat the hell out of her. Uh-huh. So how Punky died? Punky died because while he was walking down the road one night to get some heroin with his girlfriend, a taxi, cur- a taxi cab swerved and ended up hitting him and killed him. A complete accident. Now, Vera Joe wasn't the only person to deal with this wrath of the Brooks clan. Due to Punky's death, Sherry didn't want to believe it was an accident. It told anyone who would listen that his girlfriend Heather pushed him in front of the cab and killed him. <laughs> she even called up her cousin or Punky's cousin, I'm not sure. They're all related anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, called her up to come up and beat the hell out of Heather, who was Punky's girlfriend. So she did. They came over and beat the shit out of this <sighs> poor girl. And Heather got the hell beat out of her, and everybody just watched. And nothing was done. No, of course not. 
Sherry, God. this is a whole story Sherry would tell about the death of Punky. Oh, sorry, this isn't the only story she'd tell yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So, March 2011 is when Sherry and Zachary started to hatch a plan. Daniel Bixler and his 17-year-old girlfriend, Nicole Peters, showed up at the Brooks house on the run from the cops. <laughs> they assaulted a child on the playground because the child <laughs> wouldn't give up his swing for Nicole. And this was in <laughs> Tiffin, Ohio. So when they showed up, Sherry knew they had someone that they could convince to do their dirty work. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get into the final hours of Virgil's life and what happened to the Brooks clan after. Sherry had decided it was time to get rid of Vera, so Willadine would be officially hers. She was already telling people that the child was hers and she adopted her, this, that, and the other. Oh, she already had. She started telling Nicole and Daniel about all the stuff Vera supposedly did and why she needed to die. She told them it was Vera who pushed Punky in front of the cab. This woman is psycho! She's a, she's ridiculous. She also told them that Virjo abused the baby and that she caused damage to um, Sherry's feet. So that's that all... That poor little girl. Right? <laughs> the poor baby, too. That was all they needed to make the decision that they would kill Vera. Okay, so this is where it gets really bad. Yeah. And it's going to get gross and it's going to get brutal, so be prepared. I know I did a trigger warning, but extra trigger warning. Chucky, who was Sherry's youngest son, was 14, decided to, let's take a padlock, lock it onto a belt, and beat the hell out of Vera with it. They hit her in the face, too. They ended up taking a break, going to the Salvation Army to get food, and people said it looked like she had all her bones in her face were broken. Oh, my God. Her face was swollen and bruised. And still, nobody did a thing. So, yeah, this is the days leading up. So, for days, they were beating the hell out of her. Yep. Um, Vera kept her hood up and wouldn't talk to anyone or wasn't allowed to talk to anyone. On top of the beatings, they decided to rape Vera Joe. Of course, why not? They used Vera's toothbrush, because apparently she was the only one that had one, (laughs) and raped her with it while she was on her period that made her use it to brush her teeth. They also forced her to sleep in the closet with a pig and to eat pig shit as well. During this time, it was as though Nicole and Daniel got sexual pleasure out of beating Virjo. They would stop in the middle of the beating, go up and have loud sex, and then come down and beat her some more when it was all over with. Mere seconds, I'm sure. The <laughs> sex, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I really I don't really know the time frame, but I'm going to make fun of this loser because they're disgusting. That's, it's gross. I can't believe it's even happening. They're despicable. They don't deserve to breathe fresh No. Air. Nope. So, like I said, imagine the hills have eyes. That's the kind of people they are. Yeah. This doesn't even seem like real. Do you know That's what, I mean? what like, I'm it saying. Seems like it's a like, movie. and nobody is doing anything. No. And it's like the people that are fighting for Veer mm-hmm. aren't even her family. Yeah. Like, I think her sister is, but like, it's a lot of people that hear the story and are like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And the cops know. Everybody the knows. The DHS knows. It's like, what? Nobody's doing anything. So, 
the supposed final straw was that Vera exploded a can of mace in the house that caused Shannon Brooks, the wife of Michael, to have a miscarriage. <laughs> this, like every other story that comes with the house, was false. Shannon was never pregnant. She would later tell the te- detectives she never told anyone that, but Facebook would say otherwise. There were messages and stuff saying yeah. she was pregnant. Yeah. By who? Not her. No, her. Her. She told people she was pregnant. March 25th, around 9 p.m., Nicole, Daniel, and Zachary told Vera Joe to get her shoes on, and they were going to take a walk. Vera Joe did not want to go. She asked not. Scotty she to knows. go with them, and Scotty said, sure thing, he went upstairs, put his shoes on. So, out of every person in that house, Scotty was the only one who was never mean or did any of the beatings to Vera Joe. So, that's the oldest child that she had a... His mom and his dad are cousins. <sighs> Okay. According to Scotty, him and Virgil were friends, although he did not hurt her in any way. He didn't stop it either. Right, right. Well, Let it continue. Yep. While upstairs getting his shoes, Zachary went up to Scotty and told him, you're not going to go. And then he showed him a knife. I'm not sure if the knife was to threaten him or to... Let him know what they were doing. Happen. Yeah. Sherry told Zachary he wasn't going to go either. Yeah. Plausible yeah. deniability. <laughs> so it was just Virgil, Nicole, and Daniel. On the way out of the house, Vera Joe looked to Shannon for help, and Shannon did nothing. Later, Shannon would be like, well, my phone didn't have minutes. Yeah. You can call 911. Yes, you can. But no, she just sat there playing on her phone. Ay, ay, ay. So, um, a whole family of people, no one did anything. Granted, 99% of the house was part of the beatings that led to her death march. They would later say, like, no, you know, they downplay what they did, but they oh, all yeah. were a part of it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, she did this, though. Yeah. <sighs> Vera Joe, it is said that knew she was going to die. And when what was found in her belongings would make that yeah, make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicole and Daniel walked Vera Joe to the train tracks and attempted to stab her, but the knife apparently was too dull, so they forced her to undress. It was so, uh, said that Daniel stabbed Vera in the leg so she couldn't run away and then proceeded to stab her more. Then it is said Nicole jumped on her back and slit her throat. It's a wind. Oh, gosh. It is so windy. That is so sad. Then they took Verge's body, placed it on the tracks, so that when the train came, it could destroy the body like, quote-unquote, hamburger meat. Yep. And this and was Sherry's idea. Yeah. yeah. Since Sherry knew somebody who was hit by a train ended up like that. And they said hamburger meat in the documentary like a bunch of times. So they were talking about it. <laughs> um, this did not work. With the she last- said it. Sherry, yeah, all the a lot, a lot. With the last moments of her life, Vera Joe pulled herself into the fetal position, making her body as small as possible so that when the train did come, it wouldn't be crushed. So her last breath was to to stick Just it to it. them. Yep, yep. After all said and done, Daniel and Nicole went to the Brooks to get Zachary. When Nicole got there, she hugged Shannon and said, "I finally got my teardrop." The tattoo, which yeah, means yeah. that she Death murdered somebody. Killed somebody. Her cool boyfriend had one already. Oh, boy, aren't they cool. Zachary, Daniel, and Nicole then went to the home of Daniel's sister, Desta, to basically celebrate the killing of Vera. The part, they were having a party. It wasn't, like, the party wasn't no, for that, but no, they were it, going, yeah. Yeah. At the party, it was said that Zachary was looking bummed out. Desta asked him what was wrong, and he confessed to her what happened. Yeah. Not believing him, Desta went to her brother and asked, and he confessed. The smart person, yes. Desta went to the police. Good. With all the information, and finally somebody did the right thing. So Daniel and Nicole were arrested, and that very day, the day after yeah. uh, Vera was found dead, Sherry and Zachary filed for parental rights. 
ridiculous. <sighs> that poor baby. So Daniel Nicole to the story told the story to the police about the mace, the murder of Punky and Sherry's foot, thinking that it was going to uh, constitute what yeah, they did. No. And the Brooks clan all corroborated that story. <sighs> However, the police knew it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. It became clear to everyone that Sherry had Virgil killed so she could have Willoughby. Yep. Although it was obvious that this happened, the only people charged for the murder were Daniel and Nicole. They still, they have nothing on her. But I'm so surprised with the mouth going in the documentary, it didn't get her the re- charged. Well, I'm going to read. There's, uh-huh. I have a couple pages that talk about what happened. Shortly, uh, oh, sorry. Um, the rest of the Brooks claim was charged with obstructing a police investigation and lying. Everyone got probation. Daniel <sighs> got 40 years. Nicole got 23. Shortly after Vera Jo's death, Willoughby was taken out of the Brooks clan and li- they lost custody. Woohoo! And she was adopted to a family. Woohoo! Right? During the trial, a note was found in Vera Jo's purse that was at the crime scene that read, quote, I love you, Willadine. You are a good little baby girl to us. I'm glad to be your mommy, and I'm glad that I had you on November 4th at 4.16 a.m., 6 pounds, 2 ounces, and 19 inches long. Mommy loves you. Aww. So she knew she was going to die. Yeah. Sooner or later, they were going to kill her. Exactly. So you may be wondering what happened to the rest of these family. Well, I have updates on them. I'm going to read them for you. I don't you. think I have the updates. So we're gonna, I'm going to read directly from this. So quote, All right. Michael Brooks... Um, he was charged with obstructing in what about her um, investigation of the Verjo. He was sentenced to 30 days in jails and five years probation. And he was not allowed to have any contact with his brother or mother. Um, so that's, he, he's, he hasn't been in trouble since. Right, right. Shannon Brooks also pled guilty to obstruction. And she could have received a maximum of three years, but she got a deal. She assisted. And she got community control, which I think is like house arrest. Probably. Yeah. It's too bad they didn't get her into prison. But her, Michael and Shannon are still married and they don't, her and him haven't been in trouble since. Since. Garth Brooks. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sherry's son. He was also charged with obstruction since the murder in 2001. He has constantly been in trouble with the law. And in February, he was charged with having an open container of alcohol in public. And a fa- failed to appear for his court date, resulting in a bench warrant. In 2018, he was convicted of robbing two men behind a bar. In 2017, he was sentenced to four years in prison. However, he was released in 2019 when he was promptly rearrested for a drug charge. Jesus. So Just follow the line. Right? Chucky Brooks it would be 14 when Vera was murdered. Right. He did uh, got obstructing, and then he obviously didn't any time he was still a juvenile yeah he um he actually was serving uh time at the juvenile detention facility for missing too much school oh truancy yeah. <laughs> that's something real bad. so real he bad. had the option of they could either release him to the care of his parents which is what his parents requested or he could sentence him to more detention because of obstruction charges right and he would remain there until he was 21 he did complete a program and was released uh by his 18th birthday in 2016, at the age of 19, he was arrested again. I don't know what it is. Scotty Emmons, he was charged with obstruction as well. He got... Bah, bah, bah. He's been in trouble with the law constantly since the murder. In 2015, he pled guilty to a fifth-degree felony drug trafficking charge. And it's just stuff like that. I guess he goes between Finley uh, and his grandma's home at Tiffin. Kevin Brooks Sr., Sherry's husband, 
He was not charged in, in the investigation, but he was charged with a felony drug trafficking when Scotty was in the rest of the community and was given community control. And he's still married still. to Sherry. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Book, Brooks. Um, yeah, he got obstructed. Da, da, da. Zachary ended up being charged with two counts of obstruction and sentenced to two years in prison. That's so it. four years, technically, yep. for every charge. He was released in 2015. During his time in prison, he was involved in multiple incidents of violence in prison. Between 2015 and 2019, Zachary managed to become involved with another girl and become a father again. Oh, sure. In January Where's mama? 2020, Zachary turned to prison on an assault charge where he still is there today. Danny Bixler, like I said, serving 40 years for yeah. her murder. And it says he's married. I don't know to who. You never know. And Nicole... The prison uh, bitches. Right. Is serving 23 years. And we're not... I don't know if she's married to him or not. Right. It uh, doesn't Sherry say. Brooks served 120 t- days in jail for obstruction charge. In 2014, she served 10 days in jail for a charge of inappropriate contact with a minor. <sighs> oh, now we're going to keep an eye on. Yeah. She, yep. She was sentenced for drug trafficking, generic Xanax. Uh, and serves was sentenced to forty months. She was released January eleventh, twenty nineteen, and she's still alive. I know. So uh, 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 uh. Yeah. all I can just see her, is her face. So when um after everybody like um Zachary tried to get will- rights to Willadine yeah before she was adopted, and they did a, like a meeting with her him yeah he the first meeting got cut short because the baby would not go near him. And screamed at the top of her lungs anytime he tried to come near her. I wonder why. And then he never showed up again. So he gave it's up all baby. his rights. Yep. 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 <sighs> How old was it at that time? Probably close to two. Uh, she was about two when Vera died. Yeah. Yeah. So she know she knew what went on in the oh, house. Of course she did. That poor fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank God she was sick. at least at least they saved one. Exactly. Hope to God. Yeah. That hope to God. That's what it is. Yeah, she's a, she's adopted out to a family who mm-hmm. she went to foster care and then they ended up adopting her. Well, hopefully it's a good. This family. is a wild case. I re- like. I feel like wild. I watched a movie. Exactly. I'm like, where is? It? Why isn't anybody saying anything? I feel like a lot of people like just dropped the ball. Didn't want to bother. And just because she said she was fine, clearly, I mean, what is it, Stockholm syndrome? Well, or she was stock- terrified. Terrified, exactly. And to have have the predator sitting right there while you're trying to tell them. She was a child what, what they, in her mind. Mm-hmm. Just because she's a certain age doesn't mean that's her age. No, and they should have realized that to begin with, just by talking with her. Exactly. So I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Um, I do want to make an announcement. So from going from now until I move, because I'm in the process of moving, we're going to do this every other week. That sounds fine. Yeah, because with having to pack and move and working and just everything, I feel like it's easier for me to do the a research. Lot less yeah, yep. I'm not feeling stressed out. Yeah. So once everything calms down and we're settled down, I want to go back to weekly, but bi-weekly seems a little easier for me. Yep. And getting, because I'm going to have to figure out how to record with you when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> we can try doing it like the Zoom again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, or I can uh, come see your place because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, well, you're going to help us poop. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> yeah. So again, I want to thank everyone for listening. It truly makes my day. When I see the, the numbers go up, and I'll text my mom pictures of like after. <laughs> How we, many? How yeah, many? Look at look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. So I want to thank you guys every you know for listening every time, 
It was like you for being here, Bob. Welcome, welcome. You can find us a crappy month. (sighs) Six weeks, anyways. It's been it's been rough. My poor Mm -hmm. mom fell. Busted her head. Yep. Then Then the baby was sick. sick. Yeah, this it's not her baby, thing. folks. It's, no, it's my, my granddaughter. granddaughter. <laughs> the baby got sick. And yeah. she's not a baby anymore. Nathan's she birthday, Mikhail's birthday. It's just yep. February is the shortest month of the year, but oh, it feels the longest. Yep. It's going by too fast already. Um, And then I saw that car crash the other day. Oh. oh that was <sighs> wild. Everybody's okay. Everyone. It was a one car. He had a medical, medical thing, but I was on the highway watching a car yep. smash into one. Oh, that's but, so oh. scary. It, yep. No control. Nope. Oh, was it? Yeah, there's nothing you can do. No, it? I mean, Ugh. it's at you. Just make sure it doesn't come near you. Did you hear about the guy that um, left his car on Memorial Bridge and is missing? No. The guy that left his car on the bridge, Memorial Bridge, I guess he's going through a divorce. His mother just died. Like, he lost his job. And now he's missing. And he left his car, so I'm assuming he jumped. On the Memorial jumped. Bridge? The little one. Probably afraid of heights. <laughs> it's I, the third worst cut. Co- Third worst or fourth worst current in, in the, the world. world. I would not. That's if I'm gonna do the deed. I don't want it's to not. Drown. Nope. That terrifies well, me. Well, women are usually a bottle of pills. Exactly. We like to be pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't like the mess. No. But, um. So you can find us on all the social medias. Facebook and TikTok are both the Macabre Family Podcast. Instagram is Macabre Family, and that's one word. Word. You can also email us at. Macabre Family Pod at gmail.com and that's M A C A B R E Family Pod at gmail.com. And all of this will be in the show notes as always. So thank you all and always stay spooky. Bye. Bye.